Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. The award-winning Ponting Wines bring to you the wonderful world of wine. Ah, it is indeed. <laughs> it's interesting times. George Samios is our man in the wonderful world of wine and he moves in circles that, uh, that Tim and I can't ever enter, including hanging out with uh, one of the greatest basketball players on the planet. And that's not Andrew Gaze we're talking about. G'day, George. Good morning. No, it wasn't Gaze. No, we stepped up a little bit. Yeah, you and Scotty Pippen go back uh, a long way, back to the old uh, Chicago uh, Bears days. Is that right, <laughs> as Gary would say? Yeah, the Chicago Bears. No, no, Michael Jordan texted me last week and said if I could look after Scotty for a day. No, no, a uh, mutual friend uh, connected us yesterday and I... Uh, Took him up to Coldstream Hills in the Yarra Valley and showed him there because obviously vintage happening. So it was good for him to have a look at how what? it all happens. And he's into wine. You drove him up there? Uh, no, he got driven up there in a beautiful Bentley by someone. And uh, I met him up oh, yeah. there. And, that's uh, a bit different. That is a bit different, yeah. No, <laughs> we spent a couple of hours. It was good. Did right. you? Yeah. And he's a wine man. He is a wine man. Prefers Cabernet. But he did fall in love with the Chardonnay. But in particular, the Pinot Noir from the Yarra Valley from Coldstream Hills. And there's a wine called Deer Farm Block E. And D, they're really hard to find. You can only really get them through the cellar door. And uh, he loved those. So he took a couple of bottles to take home with him in the bag. Well, given that uh, his paycheck over the years has been significant, mm. uh, he'd be in the high-end market with the Pinots around the world, would he? Not like uh, the Californian Pinots and the French yeah, uh, wine. Yeah, well, he, he is. But like I said, I think he's more of a Cabernet man because that's obviously what the US does better. But he... Uh, he knew a fair bit about it. He was interested in the whole weather thing. And uh, obviously we'd had a storm through the Yarra Valley the night before. So he was fascinated about all of that. And, I, and, and you know, I get, I've been asked by a few people, what's he like? He's just cool. Everything about him is cool. The way he walks, the way he talks, his hands are massive. Like right. He's got the biggest hands. There's a photo up on the socials of my of the drink set with me, and obviously he's taller than me. But have a look at the size of his hand on the table. It's massive. He's taller than you. No, get out of here. Yeah, he is. Just taller than you. Actually, be. he's not as tall as I thought he would be. <laughs> uh, he's taller. Luke Lang- Longley's been travelling around with him. Apparently, he's a lot taller. But, so, uh, did, um, was this a, like a public thing? Or? No, no. It was okay. a, no, we opened the winery up for him because... You can't get into the winery during vintage, so we opened it up for him and a couple of people with him, and uh, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Does, does he uh, does he fly with a entourage? Uh, he had some people with him. Yeah, Larry Castleman was with him. Obviously, the uh, the NBA um, NBL sorry um, owner, and uh, there was a couple of other guys with him. And uh, no, it was good. Give us any. I don't want you to break any no. uh, confidence, and you can choose. But what what sort of personality is uh, Scotty? Uh, very quiet. But humble, um, you know, chats when he when he's got a chat. He's not he's not over the top or anything. Very just calm, just very polite. Just thanked everyone for showing him, shook their hands. Yeah. Very respectful. Nice. The guys working at the winery thought it was the greatest thing ever. We had guys coming in on their days off. Yep. That's how excited they I were. I bet they were. Yeah. Did no. you have a dry bicky and a little bit of cheese or something uh, to go with? No, it we didn't. Unfortunately, we didn't have a lot of time. What? They were sort of what in sort and of out. Preparation? Yeah, no, that's right. But uh, no, they were in and out, and uh, the walk around the winery was fascinating for him. I think. Since 
three questions for Georgie now. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen or one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you want to speak to the most authority voice in wine in this country, it was it the last dance? Did you hear and Michael Jordan? Did, did they? They not? Are they not on great terms? Or am I thinking of someone else? No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, they're not on great. Terms. No, they're not. No, they're not on great terms. Yeah, okay. yeah they're not on great terms. Um, what's happening in, in the wine industry, Georgie? What else is going around at the moment? Uh, well, vintage is obviously happening. What's that mean, vintage? Uh, so we're picking our grapes and we're fermenting them and turning them into wine. So for those at home that don't understand how wine is made, it's pretty simple. They're grapes with sugar and water in them and uh, we crush them. We add some yeast. The yeast eats the sugar and turns it into wine and it all happens now. So it's grand final time in the next three, four, five, six weeks. And, and good get, vintage? Uh, so far, it's looking very good in a lot of the regions. Um, volumes are a little bit challenging in some areas, but the quality certainly in the Yarra Valley, what I saw in the last couple of days, looks very good. And what about down uh, Gary's Way, down on the peninsula? How is it all looking That's down good. there? Uh, I haven't been down there yet, but I'm actually doing a trip down there for a day next week. So I might take, Where are you going? Uh, well, I thought I might go do the kangaroo tour down there. Booked out. Booked out. Booked out. Yeah, it's booked oh, out. Oh, okay, well, I can't do it. <laughs> it's booked tour. out. Even, uh, even Swifty and her people couldn't get in. Get a no. kookaburra feeding maybe at yeah. the last minute. Oh, okay. And you're also... <laughs> you're also <laughs> are, you, are you adding the... Are you adding the wandering through the tomato patch as well? Is I that could. going to be on it or not? Yeah, and you pick your own Is that to- just a bonus? No, pick your own tomato experience as that well. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would be amazing, yeah. I'll be 103 by the time they turn red, <laughs> that's for sure. Hey, what's the difference between, I was reading, uh, the difference between Chardonnay and a Pinot Gris for somebody out there? Uh, well, two different grape varieties. Generally, Chardonnay will have more depth, more flavour, and generally we mature our Chardonnay in oak, whereas Pinot Gris or Grigio, it's the same wine, but different the way it's made differently. It's the same grape, sorry, but made a little bit differently, is generally unwooded. So if you want something that's a little bit lighter and fresher and a little bit easier to drink, you'd go Pinot Gris, Grigio. But if you want something with a little bit more weight and a little bit more texture, you go the Chardonnay. What's unwooded mean? Uh, not in oak barrels, so not matured in all in oak barrels. And, and really, Chardonnay is the only white that we consistently would use to mature the wine, whereas most of our reds, in fact, all of our reds are. Except Where does it go then, white wine? If it, don't go uh, it just stays in stainless steel, so it gets fermented, oh, right. gets settled in stainless steel, and then gets bottled. So, the, you know, when the Australian Chardonnays used to be really woody and creamy and buttery and all that type of thing, was that because they were in newish... Uh, wood, is that right? Or Yeah, that's right. So Chardonnay went out of fashion probably in the early 90s because it was overwooded. There was a couple of reasons. One, we grew them in the wrong area. We picked them a bit too ripe, so there was too much sugar, and they made them too ripe and too big and juicy, and then we left them in brand new oak for too long. So now a lot of our Chardonnay is in secondhand oak, which is oak that's been used for another white wine first, or it doesn't go in oak at all. And so a good old oak barrel is very, you know, it's pretty important. It is, and uh, that was the thing yesterday that Scotty and the team were surprised with is just the amount of barrels that have to sit in a winery for years. Um, And Upper Colstrom, they use French oak, so it's about $1,500 to $1,800 a barrel. And if you've got hundreds of those barrels... You got a lot of money. What, the barrel's worth fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's right. The barrel itself. I put one in the fire last year. It's um, special, I Gary. I'm now, not you... a wine man. I just want to give George a yeah. pump up. I, I could listen to George for days. There's something mesmerising listening to a person that knows his craft. That's from uh, mm, and talking about Ocean nice. Grove. That's very nice. Right. Talking about Pinot. What is George's thoughts on Pinot from Tassie, made by Craigie Noe in Cranbrook? Uh, I haven't tried those wines, but let me just say that Tassie Pinot would be in my top three or four. Or regional varietal 
uh, combinations here in the country. Well, given you've become a uh, an expert on the subject of NBA and Scotty Pippen, Bill in Brighton wants to have a chat to you. Good morning, Bill. <laughs> G'day, fellas. Just got a um, quick question for Georgie Boy. That um, when Scotty was last out here, there was a big commotion with um, Andrew Gaze molesting him live on national TV in that infamous um, interview. I wonder if. Scotty mentioned to you, George, how the court case against Gazy's going. <laughs> no, 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 there was no talk. We, all we talked about, honestly, was wine and a little bit about uh, basketball. And he said that he loved Gary Lyons' comments and uh, about the um, All-Stars games. No, he didn't. I'm not allowed to talk about that, George. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Andrew Gazy's banned me from ever talking about NBA again, which is fair enough. No, they, no, we just talked wine, really. That was good. Uh, someone else wants to know about his uh, his teeth. They said that uh, he's got a lovely set of uh, white chompers. Did you notice him yesterday <laughs> or not? <laughs> no, I didn't notice him, but he is a smooth dude. Everything about him, he's fit. He looks fit. He <laughs> just glides across the floor. He's, he's wearing a watch that's probably worth more than all of us put together. But, uh, no, nah, he's a very, very nice guy. He's got a lovely, deep, very deep voice, voice too, yes. hasn't he? Yeah. I found some nice Riesling from Edistone Point in Tasmania. Oh, Riesling, yeah. No, Riesling does grow well down there. It's a cool climate. Yeah, Tasmania, there's a lot happening down there. Sparkling, Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Riesling, lots of things. What about the food scene? Because you're across that as well. You, your uh, portfolios have now diversified a bit into mm. food as well as wine. Have you been out? Have you dined anywhere? What, uh, what's happening in the on the food scene? Well, I'll tell you where. Restaurant I went, recommendations? Well, I went last night to a classic old favourite. A classic old favourite, Brunswick Street Mario's. Really? Ah, Mario's. Mario's in Brunswick yeah. Street and had a bowl of pasta with the family. Still and, good? Oh, still good. Still it's got classic. a nice, good vibe about Good it vibe. The waiters are pros. They've been doing it for 30 years. They've, they've still got the same pens, I reckon. A beautiful experience. Just, you know, it's not going to break the bank. Honest Italian food, lovely setting, and it was a beautiful night last night. What's a Wonderful. bowl of pasta at Mario's? Uh, probably 25 bucks. Not bad. That's good. George, can you recommend a nice Chardonnay around the $30 mark, celebrating a wedding anniversary in the coming weeks? Thanks, uh, Hulk. Well, given I was out at the Yarra Valley yesterday, I'd say anything from the Yarra Valley, and I like the ones on the on the, on the the Coldstream side. So Coldstream was obviously I'm a bit passionate about that one. And also... Oak Ridge next door. Now, I, I've got a friend uh, whose mum will turn 80, uh, I think, later, maybe this year. He's 89? Th- sorry, 80? Uh, my friend's mum's going to turn oh, 80. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Your he, what, did you mum. Did you give your mum a bottle of wine yesterday? No, she doesn't drink. Oh, so My mum uh, does. <laughs> well, that's what I was about to ask <laughs> Georgia a question. No, she doesn't drink. She scoffs. Is mm. there something that this person, Gary, can buy and put away now for his mum who's going to turn 80 later this year? What does she drink, red or white? No, she's a white drinker. Yeah. She glugs it. Um, well, I think what happens is as you get older, you do like some wines with a little bit of flavour. So I would probably get her maybe even a Riesling that's a little bit off dry. So a Riesling that's got a little well, bit of sugar left in it. The last recommendation you gave her was the Sean, Sean Smith. Smith. Yeah. She nearly had a heart attack. It cost her 40 bucks. <laughs> uh, George, this is from Dino's in Warnable. When are all the flavours added during vintage? And he's giving examples of black currant, raspberry, tobacco, coffee, all that stuff that the wisp carries on about. What's it going George? There? Uh, well, they're all inherited in the grape. So when you actually eat the so grape off the vine... just drop a bit of coffee? No, no. Well, in the old days, they may have, but may the have. laws now stop that. No, no, the grape itself has got those inherent flavours. So if you pick a Cabernet grape or a Shiraz grape, you will actually taste the difference in the grape, and that's what manifests in the bottle. So that comes from the soil, yes? Uh, it's a combination of the soil, the, the clone of the grape, so the variety, um, obviously the weather... Um, the French call it terroir. I sort of talk about it as being the vibe of where you're growing it. So 
Um, is it a bit of a wanky wank, though? Because, you know. Like, no, it's not. For us in the wine industry, Gary, it's very important. Well, oh, it's yeah. it's a bit like your premiership a window. Hint of, hint For of, you, it means a lot. <laughs> it's a hint of tobacco in this. That's because I'm like going to dart and put it out in the glass. <laughs> no, you wash it properly. Oh. Matt's in Ascotvale. Good morning, Matt. You there, Matt? Um, just, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, just uh, wanted to know, with all the China trade uh, relations improving and opening up, does that mean the price of wine is going to go up in the future? Uh, no, I don't think so, because I think um, Australia has got a good supply of wine at the moment, and I think it will take a while for exports to China to get back. Some would question whether it'll get to the level. It will get to a level, um, but... A lot of wine was never going into China anyway, in particular white wine. Most of the exports to China were red. So I don't think prices will go up at all. Uh, took a bottle of Gary's favourite untried little giant Grenache to a family trip late last year. Blew the family away. Took out the top prize for the weekend. Specky's on the road. Uh, good morning, Specky. G'day, gents. How are you? Good, Spec. Probably the most insightful part of the week from you oh, guys. Come on, Specky. So, hey, uh, what about the? Uh, I had one last year. Went to the Barossa, Gary and Tim. And like had you. a great wine from uh, Gibson's called the Dirt Man. Oh um, yeah, highly recommended. Yeah, I loved it. No, Specky, good wine. Gibson's make great wines. In fact, you know, if you're going over to the Barossa, certainly during Gather Round, we'll talk about that in the next few weeks because we've obviously got our wine and footy lunch coming up there for do Gather we need Round. To talk about a couple we, of components we, we, of that trip. We do have to talk about that. But uh, no, Gibson's and lots of the other Barossa producers are making great wines at the moment. Okay, George, before you go, give us your wine recommendations of the week. Well, Gary's going to hate it, but I've gone for white wine today, um, and I've actually gone for something from Canberra, Nico Leary Riesling. What? Yep. And we all we never talk about Canberra, and I'm a Canberra boy. I feel bad that I don't mention Nick them often. Nick O'Leary. Yep, Nick O'Leary Riesling. In fact, all the Rieslings from the area. Helms is a good one, but Nick O'Leary, I checked, you can find here in Victoria a little bit easier. Nick O'Leary Riesling. And? 20 to 25, 25 probably. Yep. And a lot of, uh, lot of feedback on Mario's too. You've hit the nail on the head there. Give us the address. Uh, I'm not sure of the number, but Brunswick Street in the corner of Brunswick and Johnston. And just quickly, if you were oh. going to Lamaro's for lunch today, what would you have? Oh, the schnitzel for sure. The schnitzel. Oh, whisker, and, whisker, and, a, whisker, and a bottle of uh, Citico if they still got it. What was that great wine? A, a Citico. The Jim Barry, a Citico. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the South Melbourne region, go ahead and drop in on the whisk. I just drove past. There's lines there already. A couple of his uh, <laughs> old Essendon mates, including Moose and Uncle, going for lunch. Go on, you, um, uh, Georgie Boy. Great to see you. We'll talk again next week. Uh, Sammy Edmund, not far away.